Welcome to Podcast This Escape, the podcast where we talk about the escape room we escaped from in the previous episode of this podcast. Tommy Wyatt, congratulations, you did it! Hurrah! You exposed a criminal realtor! (laughs) And I'm worried about our lives, considering how dangerous they seem. Sequel potential! (laughs) We can can have you on the run from the causes. The trick is that all realtors are criminals. (laughs) That's the moral. It's okay, I don't know any. (laughs) (laughs) And what's going to happen to all the pizzas we ordered? You never know. It's lost to the mists of time. If you're listening at home, you can decide what happens to those pizzas. Right. Laura Laura Sullivan, expert flipper, is also a competitive eater. Yeah. It all worked out in the end. Gotcha. (laughs) Thank Uh, God. (laughs) Phew. Good work. That was really lovely to to listen to you through you two go through it and play it. Did did you Mm -hmm. enjoy it? Was there any moment that you that you liked or hated? Don't tell us about the hated part. Did you feel particularly smart anywhere? No. Really? I know that was great fun. Why you were a blast to play with? Mm-hmm. Likewise, Tommy. Uh, yeah, yeah good always team. like you in my corner. Um, I was yeah, I, very nervous about all the ghost lore we built up when you got the euphemisms note, and haunted is one of them. Yes. <laughs> oh no! Hope you don't build off that. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that was hard. Oh, yeah. Going off of the not sold in sixty years of like it could be, but you're right. The the death one should have been more logical. That was so foreshadowed. I I did not make these up. I got these off uh, fun real estate websites. <laughs> I love it. They, they were so. Why yeah. I just love that we were discussing them. We got like half of them. Absolutely. Mm. Cozy's the classic that lets you think yeah. I can do this. I could come up with more. <laughs> Natural surroundings. I really like natural surroundings. Yeah. My other favorite was when I was looking for apartments in LA, you realized that the stuff they didn't say was not included. Mm. So you couldn't take anything for granted. It would be like, it has heat and it has a fridge. <laughs> and you're like, so what is it missing? But no no bathroom. Yeah. No rooms, no walls, no doors. We're just yeah. a really hot fridge. Is it the same, Tommy, when you're doing real estate hunting there, that it is a search for power outlets? Because that is a big thing that I paid attention to when we were getting our place. It was, you have to look and see, does this room have any power outlets? Can I I plug anything in, in this room? It it is a crapshoot. I was lucky in that my first big apartment that I lived in alone had power outlets everywhere because it was remodeled. But then... Yeah, you, when you go to an older place, yeah, you're very lucky if you're like, oh, there's one in the room next door, so I'm yeah. going to be running a lot of a lot of power strips. Or like our previous apartment, which we were renting, which was a brand new build, and it had plenty of power outlets, whether they worked or not yeah. was an interesting uh, matter, because some of them just no. were not wired inside the wall and would have to have opened up the whole wall to get them wired to something. Great. I mean, just the decorative Yay. power outlets, yeah. you know? Exactly. Yeah, those are Modern our show art. outlets. But yeah. <laughs> anyway, this is only mildly about ranting about real estate experiences. <laughs> I would say it was interesting watching the the things that you solved right away versus took time on was, I think, possibly the exact opposite of Billy and the Playtest. Uh, how funny. Like, Billy, you took a while to notice the awards. Yes. Oh, yeah, you guys. I was so jealous. As soon as you found the awards, you're like, oh, that looks like garage. That looks like kitchen. That, I, that took me 45 minutes. I came back to the end, pulling my hair out going, what the hell? Who the hell cares about Nigel Farage? Why is he in this room? <laughs> I was like, well, I know Danny and Bill are big fans of the Brexit movement. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, oh, shout yeah. out. Please <laughs> <laughs> just shout out. But no, yeah, no, it was, it was the, I, it was only from saying the last one aloud. It was like, 
static. Wait a second. Yeah. I love, I love wordplay. Uh, so that, but no, that was, that was really clever. I liked, I liked the nice hiding of that. Uh, I think it was nice because you, you did nice, a lot of peppering of things around that eventually all came together, which I think is very mm. clean. It, it's the observation and connection parts that I love. So, yeah, good job on the uranium flowers. That was a nice bit of teamwork. Yes. Yeah, the key, the key that that was that was definitely one of my favorites. You crushed that one, Tommy. Yeah, no, that was really it, clever it, too. I, I I think that was such a subtle way of like it, why if you hadn't pointed out the flowers being so like. Present, I would have just ignored them as being decorative. So I, I it was a nice uh, double team. I was going to say, Wyatt, yeah, that was very like for people who, you know, haven't done many escape rooms or, you know, they're not sure if they do well. I often say, like, that's the, the sort of skill that you get that uh, being able to be aware of, like, that looks like a pattern. I don't know what to do with it. I don't know where it's going to go. But let's but just let's acknowledge it. Sit that in the back. And that was perfect. You saw that straight away. It was like, I don't know what this is. Those flowers are clearly not just flowers. Yeah, I mean, let's uh, like I. I think that's uh, the, that's the thing that I love about escape room design in general. Um, it, it's kind of like that awards thing where it's like mm. Tommy got it immediately, but it's like there's definitely things that we like Tommy and I in our playthrough took a ton of time on that I'm sure you right. breeze through. Mm-hmm. Um, which I, I that that's yeah, I think that's the beautiful thing about escape rooms is like the puzzle diversity scratches everyone's heads differently mm. yeah um, um which i think is really and it is nice it is nice to like one i think that is like you as you play more and more you start to notice like that's half of a puzzle that's a hint to a mm-hmm. puzzle mm-hmm. that's like yeah like and and so getting that as a skill is really helpful like we we've we've been recently playing through escape academy and we had a lot of those sort of moments of walking through a space and being like oh i have no idea what that is but that's, that's weird. Like I can tell that that piece of paint is clearly a hint and that piece of paint is background art. And you just start to get like an understanding of, of how that all comes together. Um, well, because yeah, it's almost like when you're, when you're in an escape room, it's like there's it, 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 this, the escape room environment is trying to convince you that it's a real space. Mm. But then you're like noticing these details and it's like kind of uncanny Valley where it's like, <laughs> uh, like, wait a minute that's not that's weird as heck like what yeah. what is that that's not how the world is i find that a lot um, harder in a real escape room than in a gate than in a online one or an audio one and that i still remember very much being in an escape room once and they had a what's it called a crow machine um I can't even remember what crow stands so for. A crow machine? C-R-O. Wait. Uh, is it a, an actual crow, like no, the, a crow distribution machine? I don't know. One of the ones that you move dials around and it shows you wavelengths of things. Oh, uh, okay. Like a spectrometry, I fully, uh, whatever. It's something. more physics Os- than uh, chemistry-ish. It, it's oscillation. Yeah, yeah. An oscilloscope. Yes. Cathode ray oscilloscope. Yeah, yeah. You're right. Yeah, Thank you. Yeah, that's, that's the O in crow. And yeah, found oh. one of those in a sciencey room and I went, oh, great. I've just finished working in a science lab. I've used these before. Uh, let's get this out. I'll start fiddling with it. It was just set decoration. <laughs> But it was so but conspicuous we, I, to me. That's one of the things that drives me nuts on games that have um, a lot of like dials and things to make up the decor. Because especially when they mix an actual puzzle, because we did a game recently that was in a legally not Ghostbusters lab. And they actually have a puzzle that uses the oscilloscope to match a wavelength where you're adjusting the right. height and width. But sure. then the other dials and buttons were useless. And it's like, well, why these? Why are these the ones we have to mess with? And there's no mm. indicator. And so it drives me nuts. In, in my class, I actually am ta- I talk about the decor choices. 
And I talk about these sort of three levels of decor, which is passive decor, which is meant to be don't pay attention to me, but it blends into the environment like justifiably mm. in that it makes sense why it's there. It's themed to the space, but it's not otherwise noticeable or worth looking at. I call it like active decor is meant to be like storytelling, you know, aspects, but not puzzle based. And then puzzle, which is meant to jump out at you. It's a puzzle. Mm. And in my mind, you should be able to tell the difference when something is like, oh, cool, this is a clue or worth looking at. And this is the thing we should actually be interacting with and solving within the contents of it. And you should be able to, as an audience member, immediately or very quickly tell the difference between this is worth touching and looking at this is giving me a clue and this is the actual thing I should be solving or touching. That'd be great. Of course, different players have very different abilities to tell those differences (laughs) as well. Yes. Hmm. But uh, yeah, so in our context, Wyatt of being able to just sort of create these in the fake space, as I like to call it now, (laughs) uh, is you have a lot more control over the realism and just saying, no, this thing has two buttons that you can mess with. It has two buttons, full Hmm. stop. Yeah, I mean, like it, when when it, when y'all were talking about kind of like passive decor and active decor, the thing that sort of came up for me was like all of the uh, like we have so much control over the composition yeah. of the space. Mm-hmm. Like we can tone, we we can make stuff tonally more muted uh, in places where we don't want players to look versus places where we want players to look mm. um and the other thing that you do well with escape academy that you can't do in a real space and is actually something similar to what we do because like when we describe a space to you we just say here are seven things in the room and naturally your brains fill out the rest of the space to look like a real estate agent's office yeah like there was a ceiling mm-hmm. there was a floor yeah. didn't need to describe <laughs> them but i'm sure you had them yeah. there and so we can <laughs> limit like we can list the interactable objects, then you fill out the rest. Whereas in a real space, that would look incredibly sparse and bland and empty. You can touch so you and have sniff to anything. Add core, right? And uh, what you have with uh, Escape Academy that works well is you can do a similar thing of like, you can have certain objects, like there's a, a, there's a scene in Escape Academy in a library. And you can just say, how do you stop someone looking through every single book in the library? They're not clickable. They don't highlight, you can't, you can't go to the shelf and take every single individual oh. book out like you could in books, a real space. Books in physical escape rooms is always oh. a little bit haunting. So, yeah, so you can like paint the decor, but you can also, even if like, obviously you've, you've designed it in a way where certain things aren't interesting, but on the off chance that someone accidentally gets interested in it, you can just be like, sorry, no interact Redirect. options. Redirect. Don't waste time, uh, which is something that's so much harder in a physical space, which Tommy, you have to like, you know, worry about so much more is are they going to pick up the newspaper and read every page are they gonna did that in my first escape room <laughs> exactly no that, that that was the actual lesson i just did at my most recent class which is the the battle exactly what you said which is if i describe a game and say okay behind the stores the game called the library and you walk inside what do you expect and people say books and it's okay well you have a one book in the room and then well it's not a library okay how many books do you expect like lots of them okay mm. there are lots of books on the shelves and you walk in and I tell you that there's a puzzle in one of the books. <laughs> what do you do? And I flip through all the books. So I'm like, yeah, that's probably not, is that fun? No, it's hard. Okay, so I'm going to glue and secure all the books down, except for one, and I'm going to paint that one with a red spine. And then you walk up and, is it weird to you that one of the books can come out, but the other books can't? And people are debating and talking about this. And then I said, no, there's an actor in the room, and the actor's librarian. And if you say, librarian, why are all your books glued down? 
now you're having to add these extra weird layers of fiction in that in this world, is it normal that books are glued down? Is Has the glue fairy or wizard done it? And, it, you know, the, the biggest point of the this lesson I make is that there is no right choice. It is what's appropriate for the context, for the medium, and for, you know, your particular game. And yeah, it's maddening because you have to think about the reset. And yes, real libraries don't have books magically glued down, but it's definitely the thing that you start to appreciate in a real game is like, Regalism versus nice design choices and people that don't hate their staff. Yeah, for <laughs> and luckily we we have the extra element of control that we can set things in a full library and just say you are overwhelmed with the number of books. You can't just flip through all of them. Mm. Full stop. There are too many key cards in this stack of key cards. <laughs> <laughs> no, and we, I like that. I, we I get to, to say no nice. in a way that physical game masters can't. Yeah. You know, I think it's nice. It's it's hand wavy, but also I think it works because it's nice to know. Okay, these are going to be important later, but come back to it. And real exactly. life has a hard way of swatting you away and saying like, "Come back later, kid." You know, mm. I, I wish they, they, I wish objects and things could do that. that would be <laughs> yeah. Okay. Oh no, I just it, it, it's it's kind of interesting because I, I I do think the type of escape rooms you create are really informed by the medium that you're like in terms mm. of thematics. It's like. I, I I think if I was doing uh you know because before the pandemic we did some physical rooms if I was doing a physical room I might shy away from a library just because of that like the yeah. gluing down it poses challenges uh, and you don't want to do yeah them. you want to like maybe d- go go where your medium is like easier which mm-hmm. was kind of one of the fun things with Escape Academy is just being able to be like everything's fine like yeah. fill up a tower with water it's chill like uh you know i don't have to that worry level about it's so stressful by the way the, 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 <laughs> oh the yes yes it is <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually uh, i was more stressed by uh the bomb one not because of the bomb itself but because that was really open there were lots of places to go and look at the bomb in the quad yeah you know what's so what's interesting is uh that those two levels were levels two and three that we designed uh, in the fun. game. Yeah, uh, I remember but, I tested really early, like almost gray box versions of those. And it was amazing watching how they came together. Oh yeah, you totally did. Uh, oh, it went so cool. the, uh, we saw uh, your name in the credits. I remember. Yeah. We, yeah. yeah special oh, thanks to Tommy Hunt. And... Yeah. Our boy. Um, <laughs> I, bu- yeah, I, bu- no. I bullied him into it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I was like, please, I, wanna, I yeah. don't want <laughs> to. Yeah, <laughs> I got uh, to put my name in that kid. I know where you live. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, no, yeah. The order of like our rooms developed is we like developed one room that was like the janitor's closet, which is we're just like figuring out kind of the UX of it. And so mm. it was like the simplest, easiest room. And then we did the headmaster's office, and then we did under pressure, and then we did the quad. Because hmm. the quad, like, with under pressure, we wanted to see what it was like to have, like, five mini rooms stitched together, um, hmm. which under pressure is the water-filling one. And then the quad, we wanted to see uh, what it was like to have an escape room outside. Because yeah. you can't really do escape rooms outside because people can go anywhere um even in that we had to confine it with like sidewalk barriers but it was something we wanted to we that we wanted to see what we could do in the digital format that we couldn't do that's always what you want out of it yeah and that's and i think you say that like this is always true but i think it's the sign of a good designer to be able to understand like here's my medium and let me plan within that medium rather than just thinking i'm going to take the rooms i've got and i'm just going to 
stick them in and see, and then then just see, hope they fit. You know, <laughs> just sort of shove them in there, cut the corners, and see if I can. So it's, I think it's a not necessarily something we, you can take for granted. That we things saw are designed that a little bit medium. through the pandemic of a lot of people oh, yeah. taking their physical rooms and trying to put them online, and some of them did it with great success if they cared enough to adjust it for the medium. If they had the time to some, adjust it for the medium, yeah. Some or, people you know, yeah. not necessarily as skilled at that, so yeah. it didn't work as well. well. Yeah, the lack of adjustment was fascinating because I, I know some games just literally put cameras in the room, and it's like, okay, here's a physical. Uh, puzzle to solve and oh. it's like that is an you're just like as a group of five people being like okay take take the take the, 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 the move your hand then take that piece and put it in the center okay take the little weird corner piece with the blue uh, yeah. you know, the next oh one. my that, god and it's like telling a guy to put a puzzle together it's like please yeah, so it, yes, it makes you really appreciate when you see a thing that does not work in one medium get stretched to being like yeah there's a reason it doesn't work yeah, I, I think I did one of those, and I genuinely just started playing a game on my computer, like yeah. because it's, it was a nightmare. But out of the pandemic, one of my favorite types of escape games came out, which was the ones where, uh, I don't know if there's a term for it, but it's like where you're internet surfing. Like the internet oh. surfing. Oh, air, air G style, yeah. We, yeah. We did one together. The, oh. the, the, That's the too much hotel. freedom for me. Ones it really was fun. so cool because what it's what's kind of interesting about it is it, like escape rooms are always kind of uh, I mean no I'm not gonna say always kind of but uh, escape rooms I feel like kind of lean towards more like bespoke puzzles but mm. those ARG escape rooms made me feel more like an investigator yeah um, like a sleuth while you're doing these sort of like you know they're escape room puzzles mm. but it's like there the I don't know it had a thematic shift for me which I thought was really interesting. Yeah, it's cool because with the ARGs obviously the, the I, my biggest issue with the ARGs is they kind of are things that reward you know a reddit subreddit that basically is like one person does something and then 50 people watch and comment on it versus mm-hmm. what Swamp Motel and some of the other companies that did this did were it's a self-contained timed ARG that's sort of within a set of barriers, but it still feels like, like you said, you're solving mysteries and there's some really, really clever stuff that companies did that I thought, like you said, you know, embraced the medium well and made you feel like you were a detective without feeling like you're having to either solve puzzles that are not fun or again, read a subreddit recapping what you couldn't or didn't want to do. It's uh, yeah. I'm, I, 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 the, the it's it's kind of interesting how the medium that you're playing the game in affects the game design because that's sort of how i feel about escape rooms in general in that like they started as flash games and then uh which are like you know were primarily single player experiences mm. and then people pulled that flash game architecture into the real world and that turned it into a collaborative experience mm. because you have like the lo- location-based entertainment, like economics. You got to sell multiple tickets if you're going to build out this room. Uh, which I just, I, I don't know. I think, I, I think that stuff is really fascinating. How it kind of modifies. It's like the, it's. Mm. <laughs> it feels like how the Bible uh, changes every time it gets like translated <laughs> into another language. Uh, mm. <laughs> like, but uh, or like for a different culture. Yeah. 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 Um, end of sentence. End of sentence. Yeah. Boom, mic drop. <laughs> Boom, mic drop. It's that's a dorky mic I'm the drop. The King James um, of escape rooms. <laughs> 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 um, 
yeah, I, I mean, I know we've we've gone so far away from the the room we just played, but to 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 pull it back to to what we've done, uh, I was it was really good to watch you two go through it. One of the other things that um, outside of the puzzle doing that I was really impressed with, um, especially given it was your first time playing Wyatt, was like you're very good at uh, looking back, going like, what have we done? What have we got? Oh, let's, that was nice. let's reassess all the information we have and where those input, which was very, very good work. Yeah, and you have you. to do that. But I especially love Wyatt, your ability to say, I know we got this from this thing, but I feel like there was more layers. Let's go back to the conference table, which I had ignored because I got one thing. Can we get things two or three? Can we go back to the desk? Can we get things two or three? It was really uh, smooth and, and well done. And like you sort of moved to it. So I was I was very impressed with this that. This would be a Both good how-to lesson that. for the teamwork and just organized ways of thinking <laughs> yes. lessons for escape rooms. <laughs> uh, yeah, I feel we, like a jerk because I didn't look behind the door immediately. Why you? If there is a meme or a trope on this show, I believe We've it is always look behind the door. Yeah, always yeah, always look the door. behind the door, and yeah. I did not look behind the door, and it is my mistake. <laughs> yeah, I it's um. It, it always feels like a little metagamey, mm. you know, because it's like if I'm going to design like a table, I'm not going to have that table have one thing on it. It's yeah. got to be, you know, you got to have more the stuff. Where's the feedback? The I have had yeah. such frustration with tables and chairs over the years that we've been doing this. We're entering year seven of doing this podcast. And sometimes if you've got a table naturally there's got to be a chair but i don't want to put a chair in the room unless it's going to do something what do i do because people are going to pick this chair up and be like i break the legs off i look inside and i flip it upside down <laughs> so i, I hate chairs now i break the leg off the chair and i bash open the model exactly. home container <laughs> <laughs> well look uh thank you so much for for coming on the show it was really lovely to have you uh, Wyatt. it was lovely to have you for the first time and tommy it's always great to have you back yeah, i think this is a good season opener you, opener you made it a very nice start to 2024 yeah and if you oh, honor me back on and appreciate you uh always having us uh let me take that again that was terrible sure <laughs> wonderful no, thank you time. yes Thank you so much for having me back on. It's always a joy to like hang out with you guys. And again, I have so much respect because you do this, you I, creating these is really hard and I'm just impressed that you're able to create like satisfying stuff. Actually, I'm curious, one question for go like Bill. So you play test these on your own yes. as single player, right? Mm. And that's interesting because, you know, talking about the medium of, of flash games being single player. And then the, to me, the nature of what makes escape from special is the multiplayer aspect. So I'm curious, like when you play, do you, talk aloud or how do you like have those epiphanies because i working with you wyatt was really great to have the chance to talk aloud and then spring back and forth on stuff we observe so i'm curious how you do that on your own bill well i, I do think like i talk it all out I, I i i speak it through but i think honestly i think it's like a, a necessary handicap to get the timing right that i mm. do it by myself which makes it harder but i've i know how danny designs and i've done you know, we've done hundreds of these. I know how the kind of the, the structure of them. So sort of if, if there was two of us, it, it would go very quickly. Um, and so it's nice to like, because uh, we've had people play singly by themselves. People play solo on the show before and it does not go well. Uh, not as well. No, not as well. Some of them, like it, it goes well. And the final part is lovely, but like they have, it's much harder for them. It's a much, much harder experience because right. you have that back and forth. Occasionally we do have certain puzzles that a single player, we can tell, are quite challenging. And we have to sort of cha channel it together and go, 
I reckon if you've got two people together, two different minds looking at this, one of them's going to get that. Yeah. Things, often things that are just like spotting that something is wrong with something, like those awards. I will, I will say I have discovered in recent playtests, <laughs> I am not good at spot the differences. And that's not about me being by myself. It's just a, a skill <laughs> that I lack. I spend like 20 minutes trying to spot the difference between two images. And then our guests come on and they go, well, let's open these two things up. Well, obviously there's three differences right there. And I'm like, what are you talking about? How is that obvious? You yeah. freaks. But they get them. Everyone gets them so much faster than me. So uh, we'll have to we'll have to put some special caveat for that. So and you're saying if I like get a up. bunch of monopoly currency, I can like give it to you as real money? Oh, I, have no, <laughs> yeah. I have no idea. Apparently, yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, and uh, but no. So so mostly it, it works out. It works out an equivalent. My experience doing Danny's rooms is offset by doing it by myself, and it usually ends up a similar time to how long it takes every, other people. Uh, no, no, thanks for letting us yeah. peek behind the curtain. Yeah. Uh, well, thank you so much for coming on. Uh, before you guys go, uh, I'll start. Tommy, is there anywhere if people wanted to find more of Tommy Honton, where where would they go to see any uh, any projects you want to announce or places you want people to check out? Uh, you can just look up my website or me, my outdated website, TommyHonton.com, or just type my name in or shout it three times and I will appear. Wonderful. And then, Wyatt, where can people find more of the stuff you're doing? You can plug Escape Academy again or anything else that, that you'd like people to check out. Yeah, I mean, uh, you can you, you can play Escape Academy on Steam, Epic, uh, PlayStation, Xbox, or Switch. It's also on Xbox Game Pass. Um, and if you're looking for anything else that Coin Crew does, um, you can follow us on Twitter or... or X, excuse me. Sorry. No one can follow uh, on Twitter anymore. Yeah, actually, yeah. you're true. It's too true. Uh, or join our Discord server, um, which a link to that is on our X. Um, but yeah, we're always uh, we're always running playtests. So if you ever want to play some early stuff, you know, feel free to swoop on by. Brilliant. Wonderful. All right. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you, everybody at home, for listening. I hope you enjoyed listening. Danny, thank you, Danny, for running a fun oh, room for everybody. Uh, for people at thank home, you, if you want to uh, help support the show, uh, you can tell a friend, tell anybody, just jump online, post about it. Uh, word of mouth is the most important way to get podcasts into other people's ears. Uh, so any support there is super appreciated. You can also sign up for the Patreon if you want to help donate and keep the show running. We don't run any ads on the show, so... Uh, donations are what keeps us uh, eating food. So um, if you, you can sign up at any level, uh, anyone who signs up uh, at any level can appear as an NPC in one of Danny's rooms. Oh, yeah, we had a few today. Thank you so much to uh, Paul Mazumdar, Tanya Beata Halverson, Lee Causey, Valerie Stacy, Varen M. Shah, and Hector. Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm going to screw up the pronunciation right at the end. Olave, Olave. Sorry. Sorry, Hector. But thank you. We'll refund your money. Yeah, I've, I've, I've got a question about the levels. So if yeah, you donate sure. at a low level, are you considered a bad guy? And like, as you donate more, <laughs> you get considered like, so like the Tanya's is like, that's the Every bad. NPC, no, they want that. there's like a 90% chance you'll be a terrible person in one of the rooms. That's just how it works. <laughs> the best you can hope for is like a happy animal. Uh, but there are other levels. People, uh, if you donate at five dollars more, you get all the bonus audio. You can listen to the. You can listen to me playtest this room uh, and all the other and and fun side shows and a two minute mystery series where we solve old murder mysteries and things like that. There's monthly vlogs for the ten dollar donors. At the moment, we're doing a long series of reacting to escape rooms in popular culture and TV shows. Uh, and there's trivia for twenty dollar donors. It's a whole big thing. So 
uh, go and support that if you can. It's lovely. And it also supports everyone else in the community who keeps getting these shows for free because some people are putting money in to keep them afloat. So you're supporting the arts. It's a legitimate way to support creative work. Thank you. Also, for... thank you to the patrons, uh, Johnny Rock and Sally Ghost in the Attic. Mm-hmm. That's it. <laughs> and Nigel Farage. And Nigel Farage. Thank you so much for coming up. Uh, all right. Thank you, buddy, for listening. Thank you, buddy, for coming on the show. Bye, everybody. Bye.